leave at? Can we leave at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome back, everybody. It's Tony and my beautiful wife, Sasha Bracken. Hey, everybody. I put the ring on it. Yes. Put the name on it. Put my chain on it. All right, all right, all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, today was, we had a rough start. First of all, yeah. I like to disclose that this is a morning episode. Yeah. Yes, we are still drinking wine. Yeah. <laughs> it was supposed to be a middle of the night episode. However, um, our carpets got cleaned yesterday. So that required me to rearrange things, including but not limit, limited to Tony's setup here for Wine and Recap. Absolutely. Is that how sex goes? I'm sorry to cut you off. <laughs> Okay, sex. It sounded like sexual just because you're well, we're we're married with children, right? So, and I'm like, this may speak to people because it was like, oh well, you know, we were supposed to have (laughs) do this at this time, and we had to rearrange the time, and uh, we started this podcast a little earlier today. Then the kids walked in, so now we have to start again. Yes, spoke to me. I don't know if sex is related, however. <laughs> to all my married people with kids, you know what I'm talking about. All I'm saying is, I may have accidentally, with intention, rearranged some things. So for the first 30 minutes of the middle of the morning episode that we had intended, Tony was putting things back together again. He did it with a smile. Shout yes. out, boo. Um, yeah, and then... Because we were not recording yet, we ended up getting into a somewhat intense conversation uh, in regards to cheating. And Tony was explaining to me the parallel in communion, which was interesting. Right. Absolutely. Are you prepared? (laughs) I am prepared. Um, I wish y'all could have heard that because it was like the author authentic you know conversation but i think yeah we we had a very good conversation this morning that kind of distracted us from this however um i think the points that we ironed out were important yeah and so the weird part is that now when we have arguments I'll I'll say they were arguments, maybe heated conversations. We can call it an argument. It's kind of weird now because we have this podcast. So in the middle of like chewing each other out, it's like, save that for the podcast. <laughs> oh. Yes. Right. I want everyone to hear the silly view. No, I'm just serious. I was going to say, does that mean that like I was winning or? No, you weren't winning. <laughs> You weren't winning, but I definitely, um, I, I understand that as a woman and as a strong, educated, independent woman, even more so that I have my opinions and I know how I see the world. I know how my friends see the world. I know how, I guess my idea of what a man should be or is, or even you, like I can, you know, I might be sitting with my girlfriends like, Oh, I think Tony, Tony would never, or he would think, right. I, we just have our way of looking at things. And I think that it's important that we're open to seeing the other side, even if we don't necessarily agree 
with all of the points or have a full understanding. I think that having the openness to hear and listen and intake what you're saying, even if it's different than what I say or what I think is a good point to start. And I feel like with the listeners too, which are primarily women who may or may not force their, their men to listen. And we have a, we have a a few male viewers. Thank you for that. Or listeners, should I say? Hey, she got a force. I ain't even, I (laughs) I don't need them to be on here by force. No, but I'm just saying, you know, I think it would be very easy for me to push my opinions out there and kind of overshadow yours. It would be an easy right. kind of thing to do, but that's not what we're in this for because a relationship takes two. A strong marriage definitely takes two. So I think that it's important that even if you have a position that I don't agree with, or that it takes me some time to wrap my head head around. Because Tony just says things like it's in his head and then it's out his mouth without much understanding on my part. And I'm like, okay, wait, like before I get pissed off, before I get in my feelings or get emotional, what exactly is it that you're trying to say? And I think that it's important for us as women And, you know, the men listeners, too, to have someone with their perspective or that they might share a mutual feeling with to hear what you have to say. So that's why I'm like, you know, I think it's still important, even if a couple of things, it pisses me off. A couple of things. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't talk about wine, but a couple of things. Yes. Um, One, maybe three things. One. Um, you said Tony would never. Yes. Like to your girlfriend. Yes. Um, so part of, I'll call it soul searching, but mm-hmm. I'm really searching for other souls. But Tony would never, uh, to me, is a dangerous thing. Yes. And I don't mean the word dangerous as in like, ah, like scary, shot kid. Like, but but uh, as far as the president, precedent that it sets, Yes. In a relationship, because that's kind of part of what we were saying was um, these expectations of a person um, and almost like judgments of a person. Um, And then two, just to clarify, because I do think before I speak, um, even though it doesn't always come out how I want it, but um, many times my emotions are to the side on mm-hmm. these conversations and I'm very transparent on it. Um, for instance, when we were talking this morning, I know our son could kind of hear some of the things that we're discussing, but, um, and I think one of the fallacies for me in the black community is that, uh, we weren't exposed to enough, mm-hmm. um, or we didn't speak about enough things, whether they're sexually, um, I don't know, uh, religious, financial, Mm -hmm. things like this. Um, I feel like we're not able to kind of, I wasn't able to talk to like my parents about it, Um, molestation, rape, things that happen. I think that they start with like these conversations that we have where we may agree or disagree on something, but we don't want it to fall upon to the children's innocent ears. Absolutely. Like, no, for me, I want, and this may be the wrong way. Like, you know, this may be the wrong way, but I want my kids to hear 
that we can talk about anything, we can get through it. And um, so when they're uh, presented with things um, in the future that they can bring it to me and say, hey, dad, I remember I heard you and mom talking about this or that. And they may be 13, 14 having a conversation. We're in our 30s. But um, just saying that to say, we may be surprised they're having that conversation. But I remember when I was younger, it was like, damn, I was having these conversations where I probably should have had some type of input uh, from a parent. But uh, I didn't think they'd understand. I've never heard them talk about anything like that. You were the only um, one interested be... in sex. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because my mom, for the record, has never been interested in sex. I don't Ever. know how I've been here. Um, this is an immaculate <laughs> All conception. All were um, immaculate yeah. conceptions. Yes. <laughs> um, that was two things. Um, so the third thing was just, so context, right? So uh, what we were speaking about... Um, what were we speaking about this morning? Yes. Um, I'm trying to remember now. <laughs> okay. So, Tony and I are writing a book. Um, thank you for all the pre-orders. Mm-hmm. It's a couple days past due, but we're finishing it up now. Um, anyway, part of that journey is it's been revealing for what we really think a marriage should be. Right. And kind of really evaluating like how are we able to fight clean how are we able to get through those issues or how were we able to and and continue like i said we got an argument this morning um and we're still here you know happy and and drinking the wine and giving each other googly eyes but mm-hmm. saying that to say um one of the things that we considered was marriage as a merger um and in that chapter of the book the tone of it is that when people get into business transactions, there's a lot of thought that goes into it. There's a lot of planning. There's lawyers involved. There's meetings. There's negotiations. You know, there's complete open conversation in making the deal go right. right. However, when we talk about marriage, Typically, it's none of that. Or even if it is, it's very surface. Oh, will you promise to, you know, respect him? Of course. Will you promise to remain faithful to her? Absolutely. Um, And one of the theories that we have, you have to get the book to get all of the details. But uh, one Mm -hmm. of the theories that we have is um, kind of contracts or making the relationship, entering into the relationship, a contractual agreement. um, and so this morning we were discussing infidelity and cheating and the fact Tony started his first, you know, out the gate is, oh, men should be honest. And my right. thing is like, no, the assholes need to stop cheating. Like, don't do it. Right. And we were kind of going back and forth as to... My, my opinion is if a man is, or a woman, if someone's cheating on their spouse or their partner and they come to me or their partner comes to me, which they have, my, my out the gate is, uh, okay, that needs to stop. If you guys want to make it work, that needs to stop. Right. Um, Tony's position, at least originally, or the first thing that he disclosed to me was, the question is, 
I guess, like, have you been honest or so was it? So my opinion on this is, again, to kind of reiterate, um, I had told Sasha this morning that uh, basically when we purchase the car, for instance, there is more thought put into that uh, and more seriousness um, taking to it than when we got married. Mm-hmm. On my end, I'm speaking for me, men, what have you. Um, because to get married, of course, sign the marriage certificate for sure. Um, but there wasn't any formal contract, mm-hmm. uh, even a lack of guidance from, uh, you know, aunts, uncles, things Parents. like that. Parents. Um, and not, not to say I wouldn't have got married because I would have. Um, but I think that when you're talking marriage, anything that's for life, right? Mm-hmm. Anything that's for life, like you have to sign up and sign your name for a contract and read the small print. Like when you go get a cell phone, yeah. you know what I mean? So Buy a house. So my argument is that with marriage, there should be at least that level of seriousness taken to it that you probably should sign something. With that context, uh, I think the thing that kind of got you yes. <laughs> was, um, so she said, you know, if we... I was ironing too, y'all. And she was ironing. <laughs> but if we have a couple where the male is cheating, um, which is usually the case, right? Yes. Um, basically, she was saying, hey, we need to go in there and say, hey, first of all, you need to stop cheating. Yes. Right. Um, and for me, uh, my response was, I would first sit him down and say, okay, well, we need to kind of get almost to like the gut of it. I don't know if I said we need to get to like that, the smallest common factor, but my thing is I would say, Hey, are you okay with him cheating and get an understanding on that cheating? And at that point, that was kind of where it took a left turn because you were offended by that. Yes. Um, But my argument is that uh, with these marriage contracts, if you will, um, I think that uh, men basically when presented with this contract that says, hey, um, are you willing to not even are you willing, saying you are agreeing Mm -hmm. to never have sex with another woman for as long as you live. Um, Is that okay? Which, and what I was explaining to Sasha was, if someone asked me that, of course, that's absolutely, I'm fine with that, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if someone gave me that in a contract and said, hey, here, go have your legal team look it over, make sure you're good with that, you know, you may be counseled upon, okay, you know what that actually means, right? And, um, and this sounds so basic, but I think that this is where we're missing it mm-hmm. as couples, black couples, really all couples. But, um, you know, who I'm concerned about is uh, the people that look like me a lot of the time. And that doesn't mean just black, but I'm I'm reaching out for that dude that's sagging his pants, <laughs> like mm-hmm. people listening to hip hop, like, yo, wake up. That's what I'm kind of try- like reaching out to. Um, but yeah, as basically basic as that sounds, uh, you know, I started kind of explaining that uh, even in school, 
really anywhere. Um, just saying, so just imagine this scenario. Um, you're on your way to school and, uh, you know, you're late. And then your mom will say, hey, um, I just signed a little note and I let them know that um, you had a dentist appointment this morning. So that's mm -hmm. why we're late. Mm -hmm. When in all actuality, you were just kind of hanging out at the house. Maybe mom had something to do, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And then you go, oh, okay, yeah, absolutely. So, and then when the teacher asks you, oh, I was at a, a dentist appointment. Mm -hmm. But saying that to say, that's kind of embedded in you um, at a young age. Okay, I guess like the little white lies type mm -hmm. thing yeah. um, to get what you want. So, uh, and then I had to use another example where I was saying, if we go to like a timeshare presentation, it's like, hey, the person who gives you the invitation may be like, hey, don't, uh, don't actually buy <laughs> the timeshare. Mm -hmm. Just go sit through the presentation, mm -hmm. you know, act like you want it, and then you're going to get gifts at the end, that type of thing. So just saying that to say that that's, the norm a lot of the time so men when we're going into these relationships um i'm not saying that just sex is the ultimate goal um but you may go in and say let me let me say what i need to say to get what i need to get mm -hmm. basically right um and i think that that's happening kind of across Absolutely. the entire community uh and I think that there's even some subtle, um, I'll call them known knowns. Yes. Like known knowns that men are dogs, right? So, mm -hmm. um, and I guess you had mentioned, yeah, oh, well, well men, if they, they stop being dogs or that type of thing. And it's like, oh, okay. And society uh, accepts it generally, like, especially right. in, like you said, like hip hop culture are in our from what we've come in contact with and, you know, even since we've kind of dropped the podcast and, and started doing this, um, majority of the couples that have come to us or that we have, you know, try to help out or uh, assist it in their relationship, it's the theme overall is that the men come in with these ideals about relationships that when you get to it really do stem from what they heard, the, what's in the music, you know, what they heard as a child, what they saw as an example growing up. Right. And I think just overall, the idea is that cheating is okay. Right. Especially if it's a man doing it. Right. And so when Tony said, oh, just be honest, I'm like, wait, you know, one, he's either honest from the beginning and any respectable woman, if a man that she's that's courting her is like, hey, um, you know, I'm going to have multiple women. That's typically a deal breaker, at least for the women that I know um, or for a woman that has self-esteem, unless she's planning on, you know, unless she's uh, what is it? Polyamorous or right. unless that's the type of lifestyle that she leads. Generally speaking, it's like, uh, no, that's not going to be OK. On the other side, if the man waits until they're, you know, three, six, nine months, a year in, and she, he has her heart to say, oh, hey, by the way, you know, I'm a player. <laughs> you know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like, at that point, his honesty no longer counts. Right. Because once you have someone's heart to, you know, come, oh, by the way, you know, 
uh, I want to have multiple women or I'm going to cheat on you and I just want to be honest. Like, no, you just want to be an asshole. Like, you pretended that you were, you know, for me or that this was something... You, pretty much you lied, like the the deception. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so with that being said, I kind of, of course, as soon as Tony said, oh, be honest, I'm like, you know, at what point? Because either that's going to prevent marriage and prevent relationships or, you know, it's, it's deceptive because you're waiting it, to say something later. It kind of has to be done up front, basically. Yes. Which presenting everything up front. The anxiety of that, and I've talked about that before, is, oh, I'm about to, like, screw myself out of the deal. You would. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So Any woman that you would want is, you know. Not any, but okay. absolutely. <laughs> um, but so another scenario. Um, basically, uh, I use a scenario of, hey, if me and my neighbor are having a conversation or I have me and a group of guys with me, um, if I say, hey. I've got, I want to tell you about this new girl that I met or whatever. Like, she thick, oh, she's this, that, and the third. And um, I had sex with her, whatever, kind of described her. If I'm in a group of my peers, let's just say there's five guys, and we're all discussing, I was telling Sasha that it is easier. That is more acceptable for me. Like, I'm going to get high fives. I'm going to get props like, oh, man, you the man. Like, I'm going to get more love from that um, versus saying, oh, you know what? I'm not interested in any other women. I'm only interested in my wife. And it's exclusively that, like, that's looked at as corny. Like, Mm -hmm. damn, that's weak. Like, you're not getting invited to the cookout. You can't go to the club. Like, Mm -hmm. that's corny or whatever. Um, And part of my thing has been... um, re-examining why exactly men feel this way um i'm very defensive when it comes to music even right now um we're speaking on studio equipment i love music um so it's hard for me to say oh hey it's in the music that's what's influencing us uh but once uh you kind of dig down deep uh as far as uncovering why the dysfunction dysfunction is this way i still agree that this is a projection of what exactly is happening in the community Mm -hmm. and that type of thing but um like for instance one of the uh examples i had told a friend the other day i was like oh what if you know because uh i personally think that like young jeezy is like one of the realest rappers ever whatever can't really rap uh because he's just too real to even rap like basically right so but i said what if young jeezy has said um you know, I never cheated on my wife, not one time. Like, you know, or something like that. Like said how he, because he would be talking about moving cocaine and stuff like that. But if he had just dropped that gym, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I was just thinking like how many people would actually be faithful, right? Because they're Absolutely. like, oh, this is, this is what a real man is. And Absolutely. I want to say real nigga, right? Because a lot of people don't, you know, a lot of young men, they're not trying to say, oh, who's a real man? Oh, my... My uncle is because he's got mm-hmm. one and my auntie that, you know, it's like, nah, who's out here? Who uh, demands the most respect? Yeah. Who's going to just fight anyone that, you know, those are the type of things you look who's up gangsta? to. Who's, who's dope. gangsta? Who's dope? Uh, the movies and things like that, that yeah. they glorify or whatever. So part of what I've been doing is just really kind of trying to peel back 
why we feel certain ways as um, men and women um, in relationships. So, um, and one of the things that, uh, you know, I guess we experienced was a little puzzling uh, for Sasha over these last couple of weeks. Um, I hadn't been taking communion mm-hmm. when I was at church, um, which is weird. I've got a 13-year-old too. And, yes. um, you know, I don't want to influence him to not take communion. So that on the table, um, that was a bit what it looked like, right? When basically you saw me not taking communion. Can yeah. you kind of like describe? So, yeah. So we're looking for a home church. Um, as you guys know, we're fairly new to San Diego and the first year of law school kind of took everything off the table as far as me joining the family, even most Sundays. Um, so anyway, we're kind of on a quest to find a church. So not this last Sunday, but the week before, we went to one church really close to the house. And they have communion every Sunday. So you stand in line, you go up, you dip your bread and your wine or your or your grape juice and you take communion right there on the altar. Um, and last week, Tony didn't go up when me and Thailand did. And I didn't really think too much of it. I was like, oh, okay, you know, maybe he didn't want to walk up there or possibly, you know, the the dipping of the same wine might, you know, he might say, hey, he that's kind of weird. Yeah. So I didn't really think too much into it. We didn't really have much of a conversation about it. It was just like, oh, okay. I mean, I don't always take communion. So I was just like, okay, cool. Well, anyway, we went to a larger church um, this last Sunday, Mm -hmm. and it was communion day, and the message was amazing. Tony was really into the message. Um, And when you walk in, there's tables set up where you pick up communion. It's more sanitary, right? It's the little plastic, you know, juice and the, the crackers right on top. And... Tony and the kids walked in ahead of me. I stopped at Starbucks. So Tony and the kids were already in, um, and Thailand sits with us. So I grabbed one for myself and one for Thailand, assuming that Tony had already grabbed his own uh, and might not have made Thailand grab one because I have to kind of make sure that Thailand has it. But, you know, um, anyway, so we get in there. Like I said, listen to the whole message. Everything's great. And when it got time for communion, uh, I realized that Tony didn't have one. I passed Thailand his. I said, oh, did you have one? And he's like, no, I didn't get one. And, you know, immediately my hand goes up. I'm like waving down the man who has the basket for anyone who missed (laughs) grabbing it to give everyone communion. We also had our foreign exchange student, uh, Nasser. He actually just left yesterday. Bye, Nasser. Uh, But he's Saudi Arabian and uh, he's Muslim. So I knew that he wasn't going to take communion, but my expectation was that Tony, Thailand, and I would. Um, yeah, so that's when I raised my hand and got him a cup. Right. And, and you can I, take it from there. <laughs> was, it, was it more than I didn't get one? Because basically I'd let you know that I don't plan on taking it. Yes. I didn't understand, so. Yeah, I, she, so when I let her know that I don't plan on taking communion, um... She still raised her hand and um, flagged down the person that was bringing the communion yes. uh, cups and handed me one. And she goes, peer pressure. <laughs> I uh, whispered peer pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you whispered. Yeah, it was a little whisper, <laughs> you know. She whispered peer pressure. And it was funny to me because that 
was the exact reason why I wasn't taking it. So mm-hmm. don't have an issue against communion. I wasn't having uh, a theoretical debate inside, right? Are you uh, still a believer? Absolutely. Um, but because we know that with communion, some people think, hey, if you've examined yourself within and you didn't meet the mark, mm-hmm. you shouldn't take it. Some believe that you should take it every time. Just saying that to say, that's not what I was thinking. Okay. Um, but what I was thinking is, wow, just looking at the uh, health of not only black relationships, but just me being a black man and how healthy I was mentally, um, the things that I may be pressured by, okay. right, um, or motivated by, I've really just started asking internally, and it's kind of connected. I'd hate to tell another story, but it's connected to... <laughs> He's going to tell was, another story. I know, right? I was having a conversation with my brother. Um, we were uh, in Palm Springs on vacation, and my brother was there, and... Um, when we're discussing basically mono- being monogamous, having a wife, um, you know, uh, the expectation that two people can mm-hmm. really, and this sounds so weird to me, love each other and be happy, basically, mm-hmm. was the, the gist of it. And what he said was, hey, um, if I don't have, basically, if I don't have five females, like on the roster, basically, mm-hmm. I don't have five. Basically, I don't even feel like I'm me. Yeah. Or whatever. And there was a time for me that I felt like that too. Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Because, again, this is where you get your, um, what would you call that? Your, not your trophy, but like your pat on the back. Yes. Right? It's when you're respected amongst your peers. It's when you're, when you're the man. You're the man. You're the man. Like you, you are. You have respect, right? Yes. And we know that I'm big on respect, yes. right? Because, uh, yeah, that's what happens when gang life, all kind of things. But we can go off on respect another day. Um, but basically, yeah, he said he, you know, he feels if he doesn't have five, then basically he's not himself. And I was like, damn. Got trouble keeping one, y'all. At one point, that was me too. Yeah. And. That had never been put into words even for me, okay. right? So that's yeah. why it was just so big to me because it's like, yo, this is the only time, you know, that's how we uh, kind of, like you said, get respect from each other and things like that. And I just said, but why, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why? One, I started asking questions like, why hasn't anyone told me <laughs> um Hey, go find a wife, lover. That's Absolutely. the gangster shit. Absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? Be there for your kids. Um, all these things that you know to be, like, in a good man. Like, like why would this be? Um, and then that's when music kind of came into play for me. Because I'm like, oh, well. Um, we used to listen to, of course, the Dr. Dre's, Snoop Dogg, Corrupt. And literally... Every song, it was promoting, hey, have a good time, as many as you can. It's no fun if the homies can't right. have none. Pass it to the homies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Make a whole housewife. Exactly. Like, and it's like, wow. Like, once I just started realizing that there were these extrinsic motivators to me, and they were also subconscious. Yeah. They were built within my subconscious, right? So even right now, too. If I see someone that has like a lot of women or something, 
I'm thinking if I'm on Facebook and someone posts an article, like I'm going to click that article like, oh, that's cool. Like yeah. that's tight. If someone was like, oh, man, Mary's something or another, and it was some regular <laughs> something, woman. I'd be like, oh, that's whack. That's <laughs> they trash. live together forever, they die. Right, yeah. yeah. I'd be like, oh, that's trash. Like, oh, that's cool that at the end and they died together. Cool, cool, cool. But I'd be like, you know, but I just started looking at these motivators, and it's not just the music. It's um, the neighborhood that I lived in, the men. Again, I never had uh, a friend, uncle, uh, even grandfather that said, hey, you should be with one woman. Mm -hmm. I've literally, like, that blew my mind that the people that I think most value my life and my happiness have never said, oh, you need to find a good woman and stick to it, right? Mm -hmm. Or whatever. So that was just, like, huge to me. So um, one of the things that I did was say, oh, okay, well, now that we know that we have things happening, mm -hmm unconsciously subconsciously absolutely i don't want to be pressured by anything right mm -hmm. um or anyone or any organization any community i need to run a filter on myself to make sure that my opinions on things my motivators for things are all coming internally intrinsically right so yes. That's where I was when I was at church. So it wasn't just with church. Um, it was even uh, uh, conversations with friends, right? So they go, oh, uh, I got this many females or this, that, and the third. And there's a lot of memes on Facebook and Absolutely. stuff. And I just now approach them where I, I come from, how I really feel inside. Mm -hmm. um, and that was where I was with the communion was because... Even when I walked in the church and I saw the you know the little <laughs> communion cups, and uh, when they're preaching and they're saying, "Okay, everyone, get ready to take communion," I'm like, "Oh, hey, Tony, this is a group uh, activity. Yes. Do you want to take communion right now?" And I didn't know. I didn't know. I did. I, you know, I, I did, of course, want to, because mm -hmm. I always do. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what we do. We we go to church and we take communion like that's yeah that's part of it um <laughs> but also when i'm with my boys like we we talk shit about like oh who has the most females and who's doing this or that which may not be the best um for your health or being healthy like and i mean that in ways of like if people are doing illegal things if regardless of what they're doing a lot of times these things are glorified right even down to the movies we watch um but yeah basically that's what it was it was saying hey are you motivated only internally to take this communion right now and i didn't feel like i was at the time i said maybe i need to go you know not just pray but research in the bible the communion and one of the things that i said to sasha that day was why don't we take communion at home Right. Because yeah, it's like, OK, so why, you know, why do we have to take the communion here with everyone? You would think that after dinner some nights with all of our kids here, we would say, OK, you were playing the video game. That's cool. We're playing some music. We're having a little barbecue cookout. We're playing Uno. Oh, that's cool. OK, well, now, everyone, I want to break out the bread and the wine and remember Jesus Christ, our Lord, and take communion. That's never happened. Yeah. And it anywhere. I've, I've never been anywhere. 
and someone said, okay, cool, let's stop the festivities real quick. We about to break out communion or whatever. So those were the thoughts that led to me, led me to where it was like, I think we're doing this because it's group activity or group think basically. So, so the same group think that would lead someone to communion without second thought might also be the same type of group think that leads us to believe that, you know, cheating is okay, that the breakdown of a family is okay, that shooting, killing, robbing, stealing, all the the things that are glamorized are okay. Right. So it was basically a fast from pressure, peer pressure. Okay. That's fair. And not even your peers, those above you, that type of thing. Um, but one of the things I want to do too, um, should we introduce the wine? It's really, really good. Oh yeah. Let's talk about wine. Okay. Let's talk about wine. Real quick. <laughs> so this is Buck Shack. Yes. And it's a Cabernet Sauvignon. Mm-hmm. Let me pull up the description for my boo. Okay. There we go. And this one's actually, um, I'll post a picture it's $29.95 at BevMo. It's on sale right now because for five cents more, you, you can get, get another, another one. one. Give right. it to your neighbor. Yeah, and that's what we do. We uh, grab up some wine at BevMo. Yeah. And sometimes we'll just bring one for our neighbor or we'll just split it with them so it yeah. can be a little cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I would say that uh, the taste that we taste most with this is like the bourbon, right? Yeah. Which is weird because it's wine, but it actually tastes pretty good, especially if you like bourbon. Um, But yeah, so I'll just kind of read. It says it was aged for five months in freshly emptied bourbon barrels. The result is a velvety rich Cabernet. The bourbon-infused American oak flawlessly marries with the smooth tones of black currant and tobacco. Mm-hmm. And it does taste really good. It's so, really good. It's very smoky, but yeah, it's super yum. Yeah, and we pick it up. Yeah, and we've been going to like wine tastings and things like that, trying yes. to get educated, because um, you know I've been saying I don't just want it to be like, oh yeah, this is bomb or this is trash. Like <laughs> this shit trash. <laughs> I've been wanting to get educated so um, we can actually kind of communicate to our followers exactly how something's tasting we can identify what doesn't work for our palate instead of saying oh this is not good yes it may be um a functionality or the taste that you like someone else likes but you don't care for that type personally yes well this is going to be one of our regulars it got put in rotation absolutely delicious absolutely and um so Maybe one last thing here. Um, last night I was uh, <laughs> watching a documentary basically about I was uh, reading. age. You were reading? I, I wasn't watching the documentary. Oh. I was kind of sad about it. I was like, you read it That too? was me bitter. Uh, no, I thought that was like <laughs> you were reading. Like no. You were supporting my facts, but you I'm were sorry. actually. I was literally. Catching up in law school. I was reading, yes. Because you have no time to watch any TV yes. or do anything else because your life sucks because you're yes. in law school. Got it. Thanks. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, one of, not one of, the traits that uh, is similar around the world for people that live over 100 and even one of the areas in Greece was like one out of every three people lived to over 100. And um, what was that? I was trying to move to Greece. I was yeah, saying yeah, if you were yeah. down. 
Absolutely. After Thailand graduates, we're out of here, y'all. Um, but anyway, so these were the things. Rich social life. Daily exercise. Veggie diet, which is a huge one. Mm-hmm. And even bigger, wine. Wine. Yep. Those are the pillars, y'all. Live long. Absolutely. Those are heavy. Yeah, those are the pillars. So you will hear me <laughs> repeat them as I repeat them. So that means we need to have, we need to continue with our social events monthly. Yeah. Absolutely. The vegetarian is going to be rough. Yeah. It'll be veggie based. It'll be veggie mostly based. Ve- mostly veggie. Yeah. But, you know. I haven't had any veggies today. Well, it's I mean, very I'm sorry. Early. I'm sorry. Any meat today. I'm sorry. Okay. It's an early start. All we've had is wine. We've had wine. Slurring. So we're doing good so far. <laughs> we've been through an <laughs> argument and slurring before, you know, yeah, the work yeah. day starts. But like we're it's all good. Yeah. We have the wine, though, going for us. Yeah. So we're going to live long. We're going to definitely avoid meat today. Are we going to avoid meat today? Well, I am. Okay. Even though yesterday I had Phil's barbecue. Yes. Beef ribs. Yes. I'm oh, and then I got five you. star. I'm happy that you enjoyed it. Yeah. We also had. But we I'm, get, done. I'm done with all that. <laughs> we get food trucks that come on Tuesdays, so sometimes I cop out and like food truck it. But they had barbecue again, so you had yeah. a lot of you've had a lot of barbecue. It was barbecue chicken. I'm gonna need our listeners to like monitor me, like <laughs> like check the gram if there's a piece of meat, like let me know. Okay. I'm definitely trying to eat healthy for yes. sure and gonna, these are our pillars now, we're gonna so. implement those pillars y'all yeah we suggest you do the same uh yeah so a lot of things coming um we will be featured in black and magazine which black is a san and. diego magazine absolutely they're incredible they're doing wonderful things mm-hmm. um also we will be posting up we're going to do another wine tasting event and mixer wine um, and friends yep wine and friends part two um what else is there Oh, there's a book. There's a book. Yes. What's it called? It is Keep the Fights Clean and the Sex Dirty. So um, the focus is really on (laughs) (laughs) the the focus is really on getting past kind of how me and Tony were saying this morning. Like we literally had a fight, y'all. Like we were. It got kind of you know, but Mm -hmm. that doesn't need to a disagreement does not need to stop the flow of your relationship. Absolutely. You can learn how to fight in a way that is still respectful of each other and allows right. you to continue on, not only with the day, but with the sex. Yeah. We were so. definitely living the lyrics there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yes, you guys, thank you for listening. We appreciate all the support. Um, oh, one public service announcement. Uh, we've been working with couples and it's really, really rewarding just being able Absolutely. to assist and especially see results. Um, so if you guys are having any issues, feel free to reach out to us. Um, we're definitely, if at the very least, let us send you some resources and some tools Absolutely. because the bottom line is making sure that our community is stronger. And right. I think a lot of that has to do with the family and the family sticking together. Absolutely. And the shit's hard, but it is it possible. Is. It is. Also, please don't call if you're trying to help us get somebody else's husband. Just Absolutely. Don't call. Right. You can still listen. Thank you, but yeah. 
And also, just to add to that, if you are not trying to uplift your community, yes, like it's not acceptable. It's not. So uh, hashtag that's gangster. You know what I mean? That's, yes, that's gangster. Love is beautiful. Yep. All right, that's all I got. Alrighty, next week. All right, thanks, guys.